At the start of the Mass, as we begun this Advent season, we blessed the Advent wreath and we lit the first candle on this Advent wreath. And the Advent wreath, of course, is this beautiful reminder for us that we count down this time as we expect the birth of Christ at Christmas. So the Advent wreath, then, is a reminder for us to have this spirit of expectation, a spirit of waiting. And of course, Advent isn't just about waiting for Jesus to come at Christmas, but also waiting or being expectant of all the different ways that Jesus comes into our life, to work in our life, to save us. And sometimes this waiting can be a joyful experience. I think Advent for a lot of us is a joyful time. We prepare in various ways for the celebration of Christmas. There are other examples, however, in our life where waiting for Jesus can be difficult. We can wait for Jesus, expect him to come, but his delay can be very hurtful for us. It can become really a crisis of faith. And this can happen, I think, when we pray for things that do not come to pass. When we pray for to Jesus to work something in our life, something that is good, but Jesus doesn't give us what we're looking for. This can be quite painful. It can kind of shake our faith when Jesus does not come into our world as we expect or when we expect it. And of course, we can pray in many ways for so many good things, some things that are very dire, some things that are serious. For example, we can pray for a family member who might be sick, and we can feel that bitter pain when they don't get better in response to our prayers. Or we can pray, for example, that someone we know will get work that they are desperately searching for, and again, we can feel that disappointment when it doesn't come to pass. Or we can pray, for example, for a relationship to be healed, but that struggle, that difficulty still remains. We can feel this prayer, this disappointment, this anguish sometimes even, when our prayers aren't met, when we wait for God to come into our life and he doesn't seem to arrive. In the first reading today, we see that the people of Israel experience a similar pain, a similar disappointment. The first reading today is set in exile from the prophet Isaiah. The people of Israel are in exile and they're waiting, longing for God to come and liberate them. Just think for a moment what a difficult experience this would have been for them. Again, this is the year about 550 BC. They've been led by force out of their hometown in Jerusalem, which has been destroyed. And then they're captive in Babylon. They're in exile, separated from their family, their friends, and their way of life. And the prophet Isaiah recalls so poignantly the suffering of this people, how they long for God to come into their world to act and to liberate them. And some of the words we heard in the prophet Isaiah are so powerful. The prophet says, Oh, that you would rend the heavens and come down. This incredible image, the prophet is crying to God to tear open the heavens, to come down and save them. The people in Israel in exile, as we see in the prophet Isaiah, are longing so powerfully for God to come and to save them, to rescue them. But we see that they hear or experience God to be absent. They wait for God, but he doesn't seem to come. And in the end, we hear from the prophet that he expresses, you have hidden your face from us and delivered us up to our guilt. The prophet Isaiah then expresses the same pain that each of us can feel, this pain of waiting, 
We long for God to work in our lives. We pray for God to change circumstances and scenarios. But when it doesn't happen as we would hope for, we can feel great disappointment. Our faith at times can be shaken. This is why I think the message of the gospel is so important for us to hear, especially this Advent season. The message of the gospel could be summarized in this way. Expect the unexpected. We heard in the gospel so many times, wait, be watchful. Jesus in the gospel tells this parable about a master, who of course is Christ, who has gone away and left kind of the running of the household in the hands of the servant. And the servants are waiting in expectation for the master to come back, to kind of return to them, to set things in order so that they can kind of go on with their lives as it was before. But Jesus is very clear. They don't know the time that the master is going to return. For this reason, they should always wait. The message of this gospel then is that Jesus does always come into our life. Inevitably, Jesus always comes. But sometimes Jesus doesn't come at the time we think or in the way that we expect. This, of course, is an important message for us to be aware of during Advent as we prepare for Christmas. The Advent wreath, again, that we've blessed, kind of seems to us that we should expect God like clockwork. We kind of have four candles, right? One for each Sunday in Advent. And as each of these candles get lit, we count down in a very regular way, a very expected way, the coming of Jesus at Christmas. And this, of course, is a helpful thing for us to do. But it can kind of get us into this trap of thinking that God, that Jesus, always comes to us in an expected way. As soon as we hit the Christmas season, Jesus will be here and we will celebrate. Let's go back, of course, to remember how Jesus first came into the world. Jesus did not come into the world at an expected time or an expected way. Jesus came into the world in a surprising way, a startling way, a way that was unexpected. Who would have thought among the Jewish people that Christ would be born in Bethlehem? That Christ would be born not in the temple or the palace in Jerusalem, but rather in a manger surrounded by animals, born to parents, really, who are not that famous, not that well-known in the Jewish community. Jesus, at the first Christmas, came into the world in a very unexpected way. For this reason, this gospel is so powerful today, that we're called to expect the unexpected. Jesus then always comes into our life, but sometimes enters our life to heal us, to save us, in a way that we don't imagine, in a way that is unexpected. And this, I think, can be helpful for us when we think at the beginning again to those prayers that might not seem like they're answered. God, we know, always answers us, but sometimes the answer to our prayers is in an unexpected way. For example, we might be passing through or maybe have passed through a painful experience in our life and we can pray to God to remove this this suffering that we go through. But sometimes maybe it's not until the years pass, kind of many years in advance, where we might be having a conversation for someone, for example, who is passing through the same thing that we went through years ago. And all of a sudden something clicks in our mind and we think, Maybe this is the reason why God had me pass through it, so that now I can be in this situation to comfort this person, to advise this person who's passing through something that with God's grace, 
I was able to pass through some years ago. God always answers our prayers. He heals us, he saves us, but in an unexpected way. An example that kind of came to mind when I was considering this was the example of a man named Bill Wilson. So Bill was alive in the 1930s, and Bill struggled much of his life with alcoholism. And he prayed to God for relief, prayed to God to be sober, to find healing, but it took so long for him to get relief or to healing from his alcoholism. Eventually, with the help of other alcoholics, he found help and was able to get his life in order. But it was a painful process, it was a long process. Bill Wilson and some of his friends eventually went on to start Alcoholics Anonymous, which is short for kind of this alcoholic to alcoholic kind of recovery program. Bill Wilson probably would have never thought that this is something that he would have begun. His alcoholism in his life seemed like this incredible curse to him, a great cause of suffering that he prayed would just go away. But as time has gone on, and we can see, of course, the great fruits of AA that it has had in so many people's lives, we can see that perhaps God had a plan for Bill Wilson in the midst of his suffering, a plan to save him to enter in his life in a way that he never even thought possible, in a completely unexpected way. Advent then reminds us that Jesus always comes into our life. Jesus will always save us. Jesus will always liberate us. Jesus will always bring us hope. But we need to remember, especially in light of today's gospel, we're challenged to remember that Jesus doesn't always come in a way that we expect, in a way that we kind of hope or that seems normal to us. The gospel teaches us to expect the unexpected. Let us pray then, especially during this Advent season, that we may have the courage to hope and trust in Christ who comes into our life always, but sometimes in a way that is unexpected.